welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm changing up a little bit now. Just for the day. We talk about every topic, but we're going to talk about House of Dragons. Because I'm I, I'm seeing the show. I love the show. I'm a Game of Thrones fan. So I love the show. But nobody's talking about certain elements. So as a fan, I'm going to reach out to you. And then we're going to talk about this. And hopefully we'll click. Now, before we even start, I never read the books. Any of them. George R.R. R. Martin books. I never read it associated with Game of Thrones. They have a book based on this series. Never read that either. Once I started seeing the series, I didn't want to read the book. I didn't want to know what happened. I'm a huge comic book fan. Sometimes when they make certain movies, they put certain elements from certain comic lines together, and you kind of know where it's going, but you don't at the same point because they change it. I, I just want to be a regular viewer on this. So let's talk about, I believe it was episode six, the last episode that year on Sunday. And like I said, there'll be no spoilers unless we come up with one for ourselves. <laughs> we're going to develop, we're going to develop our own ideas, what's going on, because there's going to be no spoilers because I don't know a damn thing about what the future tense holds. Step four look like the future tense holds a war. That's that's clear. Um, so this episode was the second best episode in my opinion, and the reason I say it was the second best episode, Matt Smith. I'm a huge fan of Matt Smith even before this series. I came across him. I'm a huge fan of I don't want to say British, but UK TV, and I'm always been since a kid a huge fan of Doctor Who. So I had five years to enjoy his acting. And it was amazing. The man is an amazing actor. When you take a, a amazing actor and you put him with a great script and great writers and the writing is it, it's there's a certain things that we miss, but that's because of the time skip. Other than the time skips, the writing's the writing is amazing on this show. When you take a great actor great writers, and you take other actors that may be great to good, you have such a combustible element of seeing things and saying, oh my gosh. But Matt Smith, I said the second best episode. That episode, when the crab feeder died, Dude, I think a lot of people didn't even realize. Did they realize that that whole scene, all his scenes at the end, he didn't utter one word. It was all body language. It was the most exciting group of scenes to me. And the man didn't open his mouth. And he already had his hook with what he says and how he portrays the character, but the man didn't utter a single word and stole the show. Made it the best episode. I bring that up because what did he do this episode that just passed? Yes, he had interactions with people, but the fact that it was so powerful just watching his face as he leaned on the door when all hell was breaking loose in the chamber, was amazing. Tell me you didn't stop and look and say, 
Look at Damon. Chilling. Laying back. What's the old uh, thing? You got to lean back. Leaning back. Look at him. And it was like, this is absolutely amazing. Let's talk about the first interaction between Damon and the time skip Rhaenyra. Amazing. She is an amazing actress. Their interaction together was amazing. And I thought the one that played the younger version of her was such a great actress. But the older version of her, I loved it. I loved it. The casting, ah, uh, it's just amazing. But let's continue. Let's continue because I don't want to make this the Damon 15 minutes or 20 minutes, however long it comes, time becomes uh, running together. Because, you know, we can talk about House of Dragons forever. How about... In the, I want to say it was the throne room. It may not have been. No, because they were at Driftmark, so it wasn't the throne room. But how about the interaction between the kids? Now, I'm going to say I liked Allison in the beginning. I don't like her character as much now. But I understand the character. Because if you love your child and you are parent in this situation, and you know that civil war is coming because they know that the men aren't going to agree with it. And the only way the king can make people agree with it, he would have had to been an asshole. He'd have had to eliminate people. So people like, eh, we ain't going to mess with them like that. But he's sitting back and then he's in denial because he wants peace. In a sense, Damon was right when he said he's weak. He is weak for that time period. He's not a weak man. Because it takes strength to be a good man. But for that time period where people tend to be savages, he's kind of weak for that time period. But just for just for them to say that they're calling her sons bastards and him to get mad about that, his denial that they don't look like other Tar Targaryens or even look like they father Lainor, you know, his love for Rhaenyra, father's love for his daughter, is just crazy. But this situation with Allison telling their kids, listen, if she begets the throne and it's war, they're going to put you to death. Like, the king is right. You are, we are family. But the family, <laughs> sometimes in your family, you don't like everybody in your family. I don't like everybody in my family. Sometimes you can love somebody, but you don't like them. But when your mom is telling you they're going to be responsible and put you to death so you're not a legitimate heir, which we know happens through history, that compounds it. But before we get into the, the annex of the throne room, let's talk about the kids. I think his name is um, Eamon. Oh, my goodness. He had the guts to, try, to climb up on the biggest dragon. Dude's going to be a problem. He may not be the one that they're going to want to be the king. I don't know how that's going to end. But he's definitely going to be a problem. He's on the biggest dragon. Okay, number one, he's on the biggest dragon. And his personality totally changed. Can you tell me that you didn't like him before? That he didn't remind you of a Tommen? 
you know, he was just like nice. But when he came off that dragon, he was different. They jumped him four on one, and he won. He beat them all down. And you know something? I'm going to say this right here. Them girls from House Valeria, Damon girls, they weren't playing that. They came to rumble. The boys are kind of a little bit soft <laughs> to a degree. But them girls, they came to dance. However, he won the fight to me until he got cut with his eye. So his eye got cut and his face got cut. But he won the fight. So he's just different, and he's going to be a problem. It's like as soon as he got on that dragon, he became 10 times stronger. He's going to definitely be a, a problem. Like I said, I don't know no spoilers or whatever, but if you can't see that, you, you're crazy. He's going to definitely be a problem. Now, the death of their mother, that was the sad thing, the funeral the interaction between the people on the funeral, the acceptance, uh, the Lord of Driftmark accepting that his son was gay and that he had to send his lover to go get him while he was breaking down. You know, the, the conversations between each other, the interaction just was like ridiculous. It was really, really like ridiculous. And it's so many questions that I had because I was just sitting down there and some people like Christian Cole. I don't like him. I don't like his character. I think when they wrote him as being a lover for Rhaenyra, I, he was ready to kill himself. Now all of a sudden he's doing little slimy stuff. However, she didn't drink that moon tea. So does he consider that that kid could be his. Like, he doesn't know if she drunk the tea or not. But that kid do look an awful, like, you know, black hair, look a little bit like him. He never considered that might be his child. Once again, this is my theory. This ain't no spoiler. I'm just saying, like, when the, the time skips is throwing it off so we can't keep pace with it. But wouldn't that kid be, like, close to the right age? And I'm just sitting down here saying to myself, this moron didn't even think about that? Yes, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. You know, and Damon made sure he cut him off when the, the, the trouble was starting in the throne room. So that was crazy. The fact that Laenor, which I liked him, you know, I really liked Laenor. The fact that I thought that they killed him in the beginning, I was really, really, really about to give Rhaenyra and Damon the Allison treatment as far as disliking the character because he was a good dude. They agreed to still do their vices. They tried to have kids, you know. He didn't treat them kids any different. He loved those kids. He was happy to see his kids. He, was, he, was, he wasn't disapproving to the man because he was doing his own thing, and he was ready to step in. I'm glad when they showed that he wasn't dead, that it was just a scam and he left. However, if I'm the Lord of Driftmark of House Valerian, or if I'm the other princess, you killed my son. They can't say nothing right now because they had to give him time to get away. 
But what side is he going to be on there? Because he has the most money and he has the Navy. And we know from Uriah Greyjoy and the havoc he caused over those few episodes, if you have a strong Navy, you're going to cause a problem. Definitely. You can move troops. You can buy people off. You can, you can attack in unconventional ways. So that could be a problem, too. But we'll see. Hopefully his loyalty still go with the princes because his kids, they still tied in. I want to talk about, to me, the most influential character so far that nobody's talking about. And I don't know if it's the same guy from the beginning of the show with the time skips or not. But that maester, okay, he can be my, he can be my surgeon general any day of the week, okay? I really want to talk about two things now that I think about it because he kept that king alive all these years. The king's been losing fingers. He lost the arm. Now, think about that. Even our modern-day technology, you lose an arm, you might bleed out on the table. Lose a hand, you might bleed out on the table. This guy has been maintaining the king, cutting off stuff we need to cut it off, Saving stuff when he needed to save it. He was on point. Even when the uh, the birth of the child and it didn't go through, he said, if we take the baby now, the baby will live now. Okay, the baby ended up dying, but he was on point with that. So with the limited knowledge they had now, the dude is the man. He was stitching people up. He stitched Rhaenyra up. He stitched the boy up. The boy could have bled out from losing his eye. He stitched his face up. He going to lose an eye, period. And then I look at the cane jump up. He doesn't have an arm. So this man is amazing. Now to my second point. The seed of the poppy. Everybody want to get a medical marijuana license to open the clinic. Listen, the way the seed of the poppy is working. That's the best thing out there. <laughs> because when he was stitching the boy's eye up, he was sitting down there and he was tolerating it like nothing I ever seen before. So he had to have the seed of the pop. When he was stitching Rhaenyra up, seed of the pop, he had to have the seed of the pop. And that looked nasty when he was stitching her up too. And then you turn around and you look at the king. He can barely walk, swords all over his body, arms. He might be missing a leg by now. Who knows the way he was walking? The seed of the poppy got him moving around. He high all the time to deal with the pain. And hanging in there. They just giving him the right amount of it to keep him alive so they can deal with the pain and still be able to function. Oh, my goodness. The seed of the poppy. Instant, instant classic right now. But that was the second best episode they had so far. I love to see what's going on. There's other characters that I can talk about that I want to see die. Like uh, the man with the foot. I think they call him Clubfoot. The man with the foot. Strong. He killed his father and his brother. 
And he was ready to kill one of the princes or to punish one of the princes if the queen said do it. So he's just out of pocket. He just think it ain't no repercussions for what he did. He needs to go. He needs to go fast. But I, I think his end going to come, and I think Allison going to get rid of him because you got to cover up the stuff that you do. So she's either going to get rid of him or her father's going to get rid of him. And I was surprised to see him come back. Like, you can't bring nobody else to be hand to the king than this dude. But he must be the warden or something. I, I don't know. You know, I just thought that was funny. But I look forward to seeing this show evolve, become more and more interesting. Because it's already interesting and just started. So imagine after a year when they come back and do filming. And the way they time skipping. I can't imagine this show is going to be on more than three years. So, or even two years, it might be off. And they're probably going to run into giant snow. But we'll we'll see. I am so interested in this show right now. But once again, Matt Smith, amazing actor. Watching the first interaction between him and the new Rhaenyra, amazing. It was amazing. I'm not saying she wasn't a good actor. I'm just saying, wow, that's got to be totally different. You shoot scenes with a whole different person playing the character, somewhat similar, but a whole different way. Somewhat similar, but a partially different way, I should say. It's got to, it's, it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. I saw something on the internet one time of me when they said he had to go to the hospital because he broke his back from carrying the shelf. <laughs> so hopefully he won't get killed off anytime soon, but I love this show, and I look forward to talking about it again with my other information that I jump on, because those people that follow me on a regular basis understand that we talk about continuing disability, disabilities and living a quality life, even though you have an umbrella over you. But just because you're living a quality life, just because you have a stamp on your head affecting your quality of life does not mean that you can't enjoy life or you have responsibilities in life. So this is a fun episode. I think I'm going to do this more often, like next week. <laughs> and it'll probably be Monday right after the show. So I look forward to talking to everybody again. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.